So a quick announcement about what the next... I can tell you right now what the next 10 episodes of Patreon will be. Yes. If you are going to sign up for our Patreon, every level gets a bonus episode. Yes, that is correct. And the bonus episodes are going to be... All hairspray. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, they're going to be our top five movies each. Yep. So two drink cinemas, top... Top 10, ten movies. movies. So we've realised this many episodes in that we haven't reviewed any of our favourites yet. So we're going to review them for bonus episodes on the Patreon. Yeah. And the first one's going to be... Hairspray. So, listeners, jump onto our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash to drink cinema, if you want to get our bonus episodes and hear our reviews of our favourites. Yes. To drink cinema! Jeez. All right, welcome to another episode of To Drink Cinema. We are two brothers having two drinks and reviewing movies. Is that the order that I say it in? Two brothers reviewing reviewing movies, two two drinks drinks at a time. time. Yep. Two brothers, two drinks, one movie. Yeah, except for last week when we did two. We did two movies. We did one and a half movies. Yeah, Sozan. This week we are doing one movie. One movie. Donnie Darko. Welcome, Brett. Welcome, Lee. Thank you. Uh, Donnie Darko is the creepiest of the uh, cult movies that is on our list. Yes. And so we thought we would put it in Halloween. It's also set it around Halloween. Halloween. It starts that time before Halloween. <laughs> 28 Sorry, days. 28 days. I. 28 days, 6 hours, 42 minutes and 12 seconds. Yes. Before, before Halloween. Halloween. And so, yes, it's our cult movie for this month. As we talked about in the preview... There's a lot of talk about what the fuck this movie is about. Yeah. Which is what makes it a cult movie, as well as the fact that not many people went to see it at the cinema. Yes. Which gives it more of a cult following than a big deal. As I mentioned in the preview, it is a well-made movie. It is. Like Richard Kelly has made a good movie. Yeah. There's just a lot up in the air. But I, I don't know if I oversimplified it. But I kind of just got it. You got it. Like you understood what it was. Just a time travel movie. Yeah, essentially, it's a sci-fi time time travel movie. Yeah, it's a sci-fi time travel thriller teen movie. Comedy drama. Yep. Yeah. Um, romantic. <laughs> there is romance. Um, there's thriller. There's time travel. There's sci-fi. There's family. There's teen. It's there's... gonna be a weird. Not a weird movie to talk about. It's a weird movie. Yes. But, like, you can't really... To discuss the movie, you can't go A to B. No. You can't need to go A to A1 to C to D. And, like, any listeners out there who haven't seen the movie... Don't continue listening to this episode. Because you can't discuss the movie without talking a little bit deeply about what goes on. Spoilers. And, yeah, yeah. So you can't not have spoilers, essentially. Yeah. So um I didn't realise it was set in the eighties until the thing came up and said nineteen eighty eight. Yeah, because there was nothing at that point that gave away at eighty because it's like these days, just having eighties music in a Movie or a TV show doesn't mean it's 80s. Well, it, yeah, everything has 80s tributes to it. And so I didn't know whether it was in that or whether it was actually set in the 80s or whether it just had an 80s teen movie tribute kind of vibe yeah. to it. But it's set in 1988. And the fashion wasn't... Like, it wasn't 80s. It wasn't, wasn't like, over-the-top, like... Too stereotypical 80s yeah. Cindy Lauper. 
like when we did our Sky High episode and you saw that kid. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, he's from that 2006. That is the epitome of mid-2000s. Yeah. There wasn't any indication, really, that it was a set in the 80s other than we were told it's 1988. I think because a lot of the time he's, the kids are just in their school uniform. And it's not like they're going to have... Yeah, that's true. Much 85, 85'd. That's not a word. How, whether they're, they 80s or fied their yeah. uniform. It's not like the chick then has a side ponytail. Yeah, school uniforms just look like school uniforms. Yeah. For ages and ages. It's good, I think, early on. You know I don't like the clunky exposition. It's good at giving the bits and pieces of information about his therapy. It does, but doesn't go too much into it. Yeah. I, it's not like, oh, Donnie has issues, he goes to therapy Yeah, in scene two. And it's also, it's just like, are you taking your pills? All oh, pills, it's something, something yeah. wrong. Yeah. But then it's also like, when he, it points with the therapist, it's like in the past, his incident, but I'm like, you don't really say what the incident is. Until he gets to discuss with Gretchen... And she goes, my mum has emotional problems. And he goes, oh, me too. Me too. What kind? We, we should be friends. <laughs> we should be in love. We should go together. We should go. Where? Where? Go together. That is, that is clearly 80s. 80s. Yeah. But not the 80s that Gretchen is from. No, she didn't get that. She's from a different 80s. She's yeah. from the 1880s. No, she's it's not from funny. The 80s, that um, different town, different 80s maybe. <laughs> Okay. I don't know. Yeah. So we get the first scene, Donnie wakes up, we assume, at the top of that road. Yes. And we don't know why, and he's ridden his bike there. Yep. Then he comes home. Um, Were you out again all night? Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen an American family live in a small house. You know, no. Like in Australia, we have... Like a two-bedroom house. We have like... A two-bedroom house. Yeah. Like in our lifetime. Yes. We've lived in small... I've lived in small two-bedroom house, small three-bedroom house, big five-bedroom house. Yeah. Apartment, trailer park. Trailer park. <laughs> caravan in the backyard. Yeah. But all but I've American, seen Americans, yeah. Amer- it's three levels. Yeah. Apartment, Big, like big double story house with the spiral yeah. staircase and the chandelier in the middle, huge front yard, huge backyard. Yeah. That's all I ever see is apartment and two huge and big houses house. and a trailer. There's, oh, yes. There's Friends. Yep. Donnie Darko. Yep. And Eight Mile. Yes. That's it. That is, that is the levels of yeah. housing in um, America. I'm sure. Our American listeners are like, no, we have small houses too. We just never see them. Yeah, we don't have. Don't Everyone know. lives in a double. Every if you live in like a if you think house, like Hocus, like Mrs. Doubtfire, huge. Double if you story think house. the movies we've talked about, Mrs. Yep. Doubtfire, Halloween, Halloween, yep, Hocus Pocus, yep, um, Rear Window Apartment, yep. The um, only American film that's lived in a small house was the Poor Teacher. In Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Oh, yeah, and she but was a poor teacher. They didn't have... Um, they didn't have big houses. They didn't have big houses. The 1900s. In the turn of that century. And the other people lived in the rooms above the saloon. Apartments. Yeah. Brothels. Brothels. So, Americans, if you're listening, send us photos. Obviously not identifying photos to tell us where yeah, you live. Yeah, Send us photos of your normal single-story house. Yeah. In the 60s, I think they had single-story. Oh, no. Even, like, I was thought of Bewitched. Bewitched. Bewitched is a double-story. Double-story, huge backyard, huge front yard. Brady Bunch. And she doesn't even have a job, and he's just in advertising, and he's not very good. Yeah. And he, she always needs to come in and use magic to save his job. And Let's it, not get into Bewitched. Even, <laughs> um, especially, we won't get into the Nicole Kidman Bewitched movie. No, let's not. Even Brady Bunch, there's six kids living there. Yeah, that's, and it's that needs huge, to be a huge house. Yeah, on one income. On him as an arch- architect. Uh, well paid. But do you need a housekeeper? Well, no. But no, yeah. six well, kids. And they're, but they're, they're like old. They can make their Greg own Greg and Marsha can sort their own shit. Yeah. Jan is a mess. So she maybe <laughs> needs more help. But Bobby, Cindy, I reckon Cindy could just do her own thing. 
Yeah, nobody cares about Cindy. Nobody cares about Cindy. Um, you know what other American family probably lived in a normal, just small two-bedroom house? Yeah. The only one, like Fred and Wilma Flintstone. Yeah, that's the that's last it. TV family <laughs> yeah. I've seen live in a single-story house. Although it's, pro- it's probably a double story, we just don't remember it. No, it's like the little just flat roof block thing. Oh, true. The Jetsons, double story, up in well, the sky. Well, it's in the space. So, yeah. so there's, the no, space. there's no height limits. Anyway. Um, <laughs> there's our little tangent about American housing. And please let us know if there's anything different. Yeah. Um, you know what said. I had to do? Well, I didn't have to do. You know what I did a lot while watching this movie? What? I, had, I jumped on IMDb a lot. Oh, because there's a lot of people in there's it. There's a lot of like a familiar faces where you're like, oh, I've seen her in something. Yep. And then look it up and it's, no, I haven't. It's like <laughs> the the Donnie's sister's, John, Donnie's younger sister's friend that's dancing with her. I was like, she has grown up to be in something. And I looked her up, I'm like, nope. No. Nope. I don't think so. She just looks like that girl. Like is a her, normal blonde is girl. Is B picture, the picture of her in Sparkle Motion, it, and yeah. that's it. Yeah, I think so. And then it's like Beth Grant, who plays the mum. Character actor. Gym, gym teacher? The mum, yes, Kitty, yeah. who's also the gym teacher, who's yeah. terrible. As a person, not not in the movie. Like, a oh, terrible no, as person. As an actor, she's great. Yeah. As a gym teacher, she's terrible. The only good oh, yeah. teacher in the whole school is Noah Wiley. Yes. Professor whatever, Dr. John Dr. Carter. Dr. John Carter from yep. ER, yeah. Because he... He was doing double time as... <gasps> this is in Illinois as well. Maybe. And so he was, Chicago ER. Do you reckon he was moonlighting? He just got the L. That's what they say in ER all the time. That's the train. The oh, L, the L. Which doesn't mean the letter L. It's like elevated. Yeah, yeah, it is elevated. Um, And... Just cut the L maybe. out to... What is he it? He didn't have time. It's not Haddonfield. Middlesex? That's in Halloween. Middlesex. Oh, no, this isn't in Illinois. <laughs> that was Halloween. I got oh, Middlesex. <laughs> so this no is in Virginia, I think. <laughs> okay, so because... That, so please disregard. Annie, Annie's injuries were so bad in Halloween, she could have ended up in ER with Noah Wiley? Maybe. Or no, Annie the Slut. She did. She's dead. Um... Yeah, the only good teacher is Noah Wiley. He's the only one that actually, like, speaks to students like they're students. Yeah, the Beth Grant is just a terrible teacher slash person. She's some kind of cultish... She's got some kind of cult thing going on for Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Which is weird. We'll get into the him. Yeah. And then Drew Barrymore. Ugh. She's clearly just out of college or something. Yeah, and it's just And like, she's trying to be bloody... Dead Poet Society. That's what she's trying to do. Yeah, she's trying to inspire the children that are only like five years younger than her. With like which a, is actually the age difference. I looked it up. Oh, yeah. Age difference between Drew. Because I was like, there wouldn't be that much. Drew Barrymore to Jake Gyllenhaal is only five years difference. That's doable. Yeah, if it's like you're just out of college and you're doing your first teaching gig, you'd be 22, I, I was 23. Yeah. Turned 24 my first year. And remember, Donnie Darko, because of the incident, got held back. Yeah, he burnt someone's house down. So Yeah, so he got held back a year. So that's doable. There was... Remember when we went to school, there was an English teacher who taught some kids who were in like year seven and eight when she was in year 12 at the school. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So Can't that's believable. Name, but we won't say it on air. I do, but on I'm not going to say it on air anyway. On the recording... Um, could you tell me a movie with Drew Barrymore in it? Yep. Where she doesn't speak the exact same way that she speaks all the time. Not ET though. <laughs> no. She just has <laughs> no, like how could you ET, she's five. So <laughs> everybody has this well, she probably still has that little lisp when yeah, she's true. five years old. She does sound the same. And a lot of people sound the same. Yeah. But her Cadence, her cadence it. and her little lisp is very like is very the it's, same. It's oh, no, I can't. Mm, Don't I try it. No, no. I did practice. I can't do it. Danny Dark. No, that's no. Anyway, what did I see on. her in recently? Charlie's Angels. Oh no. no, I listened to another podcast and they talked about Scream. 
Oh, right. And she's at the start of screen. Yeah. And she does sound like the English teacher from Donnie Darko. Do I like scary movie? No, that was No, that's good. not even that was bad. That's just a generic that American just... woman with a lisp. <laughs> um, that was Cindy Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Beth Grant, great character actor. Drew Barrymore, average teacher. Noah Wiley, good, even though he can't talk about God in his science, in science classroom. Thing. He can talk about... Einstein Bricks reaction attractions. What was it? What are they called? Einstein Rosenbridge. Yeah, not yet Braxton Hicks, um, but not God. Um, yeah, because Americans are weird about God, about religion. Yes, because they love God. Yeah, it's on their money. In God we trust. Yes, but if you're in a public school, you can't mention God. Yes, even though they sing "God Bless America" at every opportunity. And pledge allegiance to the flag under God. Yeah. But as soon as God came up in a science discussion, Noah Wiley was like, I could lose my job. I could job. lose my job if I say the God word. But then Drew Barrymore lost her job because she was reading a short story about kids flooding and burning down a house. And then Donnie flooded and burnt down a and house. Down a, yeah. But she was a shit teacher anyway. She just didn't look... It was weird. It was this... Not right balance of I want to teach the kids and be with the kids and blah, blah, blah. But then she just had this like nonchalant kind of I don't give a shit about anything else. As well as then saying to Gretchen on her first day, sit next to the boy you think is the cutest. What a bitch. I was just like, one, (laughs) you're new to the school. Yeah. I mean, alternate reality number one. And then it's like, I don't think I'm meant to be here. You look like she's wearing a school uniform. Of course, she looks like she's meant to be there. Yeah, she could be advanced. Like you, that could be the advanced class. AP English, because Donnie Darko is very smart. He is, but I don't think Seth Rogen is. No, and the other bully who looks exactly like a bully. Yeah, who looks like a eighties bully. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sit next to the boy you think is cutest in the class, and then just make another girl, girl move. move. Yeah. What if that girl really liked Donnie? What if Gretchen thought that girl was the cutest? Oh. Mm. Yeah, wouldn't happen these days. Nope. Um, but Jake Gyllenhaal is the cutest in that class. It's, yeah, it's not Seth Rogen. <laughs> no, <laughs> can't do a Seth Rogen either. He hasn't. Um, Seth Rogen hasn't grown into his head at this point. Yeah, I love that it's Seth Rogen's first movie ever. Yeah, yeah. and his first line is something like, "I like your boobs." Yeah, it's pretty much you have nice boobs. Yeah, I think, and then the rest is history. I mean, not much has changed. He has spoken about boobs a lot in movies since. You can't... If you've ever seen Seth Rogen in anything else, you you can't watch him as a bully in this. No. You think his character is taking the piss out of bullies. Yeah. But he is a bully and his best mate, the other bully, is named Seth. Mm, Confusing. Yeah. Very confusing to me. Just change the name. Doesn't Um, matter. Patrick Swayze, quote, Kitty Porn Dungeon. Not appropriate wording. Do you think they would have said that on the news? Maybe not in the late 80s. Well, I'm not, no, I'm not even sure Peter Hitchener now is going to say on the six o'clock news, Kitty Porn Dungeon. Child pornography ring. Yeah, which they said later in that report. Yeah. But Kitty Porn Dungeon is what the firefighters found behind the wall when, um, Donnie burnt the house down. Yes. Are you wondering why that was a thing? Well, okay. So, in my notes, yes, I have a lot of questions. But then... I think anyone watching Donnie Darko has a lot of questions. But then afterwards, I'm like, oh, that wasn't real. Or was it? I don't, still don't really know. So, yep. it doesn't... It's not real. So, it's like one of the questions is like... When a jet engine crashes into their house mm-hmm. at the start and into Donnie's bedroom, afterwards, the family uh, don't seem that, like, disturbed or traumatised or that fussed about it at all. No, they just seem a bit confused. And then Maggie Gyllenhaal finds it funny. When she's like, oh, this is fu-. Like, oh, they don't know what caused it. I'm like, that's not funny. I think that's... I think... All of the Darko kids are fucked up. 
I think so. Because the sequel is S. Darko. Oh, Which is Samantha uh, Sparkle Ooh, Motion Darko. Sparkle Motion Darko. Um, follows her dance career. And then oh. with a, she ends up dancing mm. with a rabbit. Or she goes to ballet and her or, vision is a swan. Or she becomes Jessica Rabbit. Nope. No, she's Same a dancer. She's so dancing, she yeah. becomes Black Swan. Oh, Natalie Portman. Yes, or Mila, Kunis. or Mila Kunis. I don't know which one. It's been a while. Natalie Portman. She would be Natalie Portman. Or would her vision be Natalie Portman? No, she'd be Natalie Portman visioning Mila Kunis. No, she'd be S. Darko visioning the one that turns into a swan. Like Frank turned into a rabbit. Do we need to watch Black Swan again? Who I'm... turned into a swan? Natalie, Natalie Portman. Portman. Yeah, so S. Darko. It's... Or did she? She's not in Black Swan. S. Darko is set in the same universe as Black Swan and she's visioning oh. Natalie Portman. It's like a spin-off. Right. Yeah. Except she's doing like the Nutcracker. Not Black Swan. Swan yeah. Lake, because yeah. that's taken. Yeah, she's it's... doing the Nutcracker. Yeah, okay. Or she's doing Sparkle Motion okay. up against Little Miss Sunshine. Right, right. Which has Abigail Breslin. And Beth Grant in it, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, She's yeah. like a judge. Yeah, which is the, the correct career path. That, that makes sense. Because I would Beth have Frank sacked her as a gym teacher for bringing in a kiddie porn dungeon guest speaker. True. No working with children check in 1988. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so a lot of the questions I had about how people reacted to things and why does this happen or how does this happen? Does he really have enough time to leave that movie and then go burn down Patrick Swayze's house and then come back? I was like, oh, like this isn't real. So, no, it did happen. It is real. Yeah, but it's not. Like it did happen, but time is not a thing. Time is circular. It's circular, not linear. I think Noah Wiley... Dr. Professor John Carter, and MD. tubes out of your chest. Yeah. There's time, though. It's a double feature, I think, they go to see. I just thought I thought they just saw the one movie. But I think it's a small town, so he doesn't have to go far, and he's got experience with lighting fires. Well, yeah, yeah. He knows how to burn down a house efficiently because he's done it before. Mm, mm. But I think, yeah, I think it, that works. So it's a time travel. He is he escapes the death. Stuff happens. Yeah. Then he knows about time travel because of Grandma Death and Noah Wiley. Yeah. And Frank. And Frank. And so then he decides to reset the timeline. Yeah. By going through the tube. Yep. And getting back to his bed before back the jet to engine where it started. And then he essentially Frank called him out of his bed, so he didn't die. So Frank like, could teach him the lessons. Hey, look what happens if you don't die. You're a really shit bloke. Yeah, this is why you need to die. You need to die, and I'm going to help you because you shot me in the eyeball. Yeah, if you got shot in the eyeball, you'd be dead. How do you not die? You do. Well, die. He does die. He does, he does die. die. Yeah, but then he comes back as a vision. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why he needs to be a rabbit, because that's what he was dressed like at Halloween. That's what he was wearing as a costume. Yeah. Fucking creepy rabbit, too. It's Halloween, mate. Yeah, but it's like... What, you want a sexy rabbit? Well, that's how Americans do Halloween. Yeah. Maybe rem- not in the 80s. Maybe they took it more seriously. I remember when I had a Halloween party, we made it sexy Halloween. Mm-hmm. That was great fun. That was good fun. And our friend wanted to dress as the Ace of Spades. Oh, I thought you were saying the one that dressed as... Um, the police academy, yeah. we won't get into that. No. And we, she wanted to dress as the Ace of Spades because Ace is her nickname. She goes, how do you make that sexy? So we just made the card a little bit shorter. Oh, and right. she wore fishnet stockings. Right. And full makeup. So instead of having like the full body covered of Ace of Spades, yeah. we brought it up to like mid-thigh. Right. And put her in fishnets. And then yeah. she was the sexy Ace of Spades. Nice. Because on Halloween... Uh, you make anything sexy. Yeah. I was told once by someone that there's European Halloween and American Halloween. And American Halloween, everybody's just sexy. But a European Halloween, it's like scary. Yeah. In American Halloween, it is, has become, other than obviously in Salem, which we learned from Hocus Pocus, but it has become just a commercial excuse to party. 
Yeah, like having a Halloween party at, while your parents are away in Donnie Darko. I feel like European Halloween is a bit like the movie Midsummer that you haven't seen yet. I haven't seen yet. It's on my list. So watch it. Um, the high school scenes are very good. They're very like high school. Like They've done very high school. He's done Richard Kelly. He's done the teen movie well. And I think what that does is makes it so that it's a teen movie where weird shit happens. Not a weird shit movie. Right. Yeah. yeah because yeah. like they they go to school and they have their shit gym class that everyone hates and no one wants to talk about this book and know what that girl that Drew Barrymore hates didn't even read it. Yeah. And Seth Rogen and Seth the bullies bully and the thing um, and they fake the smoking and then they have that whole teen boy conversation about the Smurfs. All that's normal stuff. Oh, the Smurfs, yeah. Um, which then makes the weird stuff weirder. Well, it's like not a weird movie with teens in it. It's a teen movie that's weird. Yes. And the teen part of it yeah. is it's done normal. well. Normal. Yeah. It's typical. Typical. Yes. We don't want to say normal. No, I don't. Which is why you can't see, but we're doing, you're probably yeah, we're doing telling the quotes. tone, we're doing air quotes, normal. That means air quotes. <laughs> I won't do that. Um, yeah, it's... An interesting conversation about Smurfs. Yes. Very weird. Um, I thought it was good. It was good. It was funny, but then also showed well that Johnny is very smart. Yeah, and his mates are just horny. Yeah. Um, Here we go again. Horny, horny movie. movies. <laughs> he does have sex. Um, well, initially, yes, Richard Kelly sought permission from the estate of Mr. Smurf. Of Gargamel. Yeah. Yep. Papa Smurf. The, yeah, Papa Smurf. Yep. Caught up Papa Smurf's Smurfettes um, to show a Smurf doll. In the little jo- Smurf Donnie phone. was going to be shooting a Smurf doll. Oh, yeah. With the bottles and yep. a Smurf doll. Um, and then on what, well, he was on the conference call with Papa Smurf. Yep. Um, and was told that, yeah, let them talk about Smurfs and Smurf sex because what had been written in the script was actually a accurate depiction. Oh, that they don't have bits. They don't have bits and they don't have... They're asexual. Smurfs are asexual. Asexual but not agender because there's all the boys and one girl. Yeah. Poor Smurfette. She's what? What did he say? He was sent there as one of Gargamel's spies. Yeah, something. Gargamel's evil. Yeah, there'd be a Smurf live action movie where there was a live action Gargamel. Yes, and I want to say I don't know the Smurfs. Like Neil Patrick Harris was in it or some shit. Or was yeah, that the Muppets. No, I feel like there's a there's a live action one. I want to say. Billy Bob Thornton, but that's not right. I want to say like Jason Lee, but now I'm thinking of the Chipmunks, I think. Who even is Jason Lee? Hank Azaria. He's Gargamel. Oh, Neil Patrick Harris is, isn't it? Oh. Smurfette is Katy Perry for some reason. Probably for the same reason that the Daisy is bloody Christian Chenoweth. Sophia Vergara, Tim Gunn. Oh. The Smurfs, French, Les Strumps. Dutch De Schmurfen, De Schmurfen is a Belgian comic franchise centred on a fictional colony of small blue humanoid creatures who live in mushroom-shaped houses in the forest. There you go. There you go. Created by Payo. Payo. In yeah. 1958, wherein they were known as Leschtrumpfs. That's French with a German a... accent. My Hank. apologies. Hank Azaria would be a good guy about. Yes. I mean, he's good at playing all different cultures. <laughs> Apu. Not anymore. <laughs> Jeez. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further, head over to patreon.com slash two drink cinema. As a patron, you gain access to exclusive bonus episodes and can contribute to the making of Two Drink Cinema. The support of our patrons can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Patreon.com forward slash 2 Cinema. Cheers. The 
Patrick Swayze fear stuff is funny and seems a bit of bit out of place, but it does allow them to bring up one of the main themes of the movie, which is fear. Yeah. And gives another avenue for Donnie to talk about his emotional problems. Yeah, and then it's like the fear you give into the the sex and the, the drugs sex and, and the, the drugs alcohol. and the alcohol. Which Donnie the sins does. Sins of the flesh. Yes. Another movie, another Halloween movie that Ooh. is against the sins of the flesh. Oh. There's one lesson from horror, kids. Don't have sex. Don't have sex. And you'll survive the night. You'll survive everything. Maybe if Donnie hadn't have had sex with Gretchen, different ending. Maybe. That could be another timeline. Yeah. A virginal timeline that Donnie survives. And Gretchen survives. But Gretchen does survive. Survives. But not in the first one. No. In the first one, if they didn't have sex, Gretchen could have survived and Donnie could have survived and Frank could have survived. Maybe if they didn't have sex, they just hang out at the house and don't go and visit... Um. What's her name? Grandma Death. Grandma Death, which is where Gretchen and Frank die. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Mm. Maybe that's Donnie Darko 2. Donnie Darko A different timeline. Donnie Darko 2, The Virgin. Mm. Um, it does, you're right, I think that it seems like there's a few things that don't kind of fit in. But I think that's to continue the portrayal of the normal town. Like adding the talent quest and adding the sparkle motion and all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and adding Kitty, Kitty Beth Grant is such a bitch. So and the mum when she's the going, little jabs. If you get nervous when you're dancing, if you if you feel, feel like, like you need to vomit, vomit, just swallow it. <laughs> Great advice, Beth. Great advice. Thank you. Uh, but they win, of course. Oh yeah, and they go to Star Search. Um, and Donnie's mum has to go. Oh, that was funny with the conversation with her. Because yeah. she doesn't um Kitty Kitty has no respect agree with anything that Mrs. Darko does. She does not like her style of parenting to the point where she tells her that to her face in the principal's office. Yeah. I'm questioning your style as yeah. a mother. And then she has to go to LA. Um LA to go to Star Search. To go to Star Search because yep. Um, Beth Grant can't because she has to help Patrick Swayze get out of jail for kiddie porn. So she's yeah. got her priorities right, Beth Grant. Yeah, so instead of helping the group of kids she's got get further in life, she's protecting someone who is child porn ring leader. Yeah. Good priorities. Yes. I um, don't feel so sad that she fell under the bus now. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Speed <laughs> reference. For anybody playing along at home, that was a reference to speed. Speaking um, of sparkle motion. Yes. I don't get dancing. I get dancing. I don't get dancing girls dance classes. Because, okay. right, you can have a mum who complains to Target that the shorts they're selling girls are too short. Yep. And the T-shirt is too sexualized. Mm-hmm. But then that same mum will dress their girl in a leotard that goes the same line as her jocks. Girls yeah. don't wear jocks. Yeah, but I yeah. don't want to say panties. Panties. Go the same as her knickers. <laughs> and then put a full face of makeup on their eight-year-old daughter. Yep, yep. And then do moves like in sparkle, sparkle motion, which are a whole lot of thrusting. Yes. And dance to Uptown Funk. Not in 2001, no, but now. But now it's Uptown, Uptown Funk. Funk Back then has, it was Duran Duran. Which has sexual references yeah. in Uptown Funk. Um, I don't get it. How you also can have, in the movie doesn't fit Beth Grant's character. For her but she's all about God yeah. or Jim. Yeah, well, for her the same. And she doesn't, but then she gets them up there and thrusting. And What song do they dance to? Notorious by Duran Duran, which I'd never heard of before. That's one thing with the movie. It's a very good soundtrack. Yeah, well, because it's 80s music. And if you believe Gold FM, there's only one other, one good type decade of music. And it's 80s and 90s. 80s and 90s. Let's have a chat. An open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything. 
literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. No pants, no problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at No Pants Pod. The therapist is good. She's very good. Familiar face, friend yes. of the podcast. Well, it wasn't familiar face. Not familiar face because I actually looked her up on IMDb. So I was like, she's very good. And I don't think I've seen her in anything. Well, before we, before we recorded this, I just finished editing the preview. Yeah. And watching the movie. And before we recorded, I said, who's Elizabeth Ross? And you had to tell me it was the therapist. Catherine Ryan. Catherine Ross. Catherine, Catherine Ross. Catherine I got obviously confused with Beth, who is short for Elizabeth. Grant. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> who's Catherine Ross? No wonder I didn't know who she was. Yeah. Um, who's Catherine Ross? And you had to tell me it was the therapist. Mm. So I didn't recognize her, but it has been 60 years since I've seen her in yeah. a movie. I've seen her in three movies. 40 years. Um, graduate in 1967, Butch Cassidy in 1969, and then Donnie Darko in 2001. Yeah. So a long time between... Viewings, so she's changed a bit. She's changed a bit, but she is good. Um, her hypnosis is weird. Yeah, and he does masturbate in the office. Part he try he goes to, and then she, yeah, gets him out of it. Cleverly doesn't let that go any further. Yeah, well, they didn't obviously have that didn't work with children checks in nineteen eighty eight. No, she could have done whatever she wanted. Oh, sounds bad. No. I'll leave that alone. Um, but yeah, the hypnosis is. Weird. I'm not quite sure what the therapist is trying to get out of him in the whole process. Well, just his deeper feelings because he's not opening up enough about what his issues are. So then hopefully when he's hypnotised and that blockage isn't there, that he will just be like, this is what I'm thinking, these are my issues. And his main issue was wanting to fuck a lot. Yeah, Christina Applegate mainly. Yep. Interesting. Mm. Mm. Um, well, that, that's how you know it's 80s as well. Christina Applegate was hot. What's you she know who recently? else is uh, um, Dead to Me? Was that her? Oh, she's good in that. Yeah, Dead to Me. She's still attractive in that. She's still youngish. Yeah. Yeah. She's not, not like married with children. Yeah, but Kelly? Kelly Bundy? She's... Yeah. A, she's... I don't want to say MILF. But she's okay. an, she's then don't. She's an attractive <laughs> she's an attractive mum. Like as a okay, mum, well, you don't she's want attractive. Milf her. No. Yeah. But like MILF just makes me think of that Stifler's section mum. on Pornhub, not oh, okay. the actual way of describing a mum who's attractive. Right, okay. Yeah. Kelly Bundy on the Fox sitcom married with children. Yeah. Um and then recently yeah, Dead to Me, Alvin and the Chipmunks, Chipwrecked. Oh, God. Or all the Alvin and the Chipmunks, actually. Maybe she was a voice. She was. Uh, she voiced Catherine the Cat in the three-dimensional talking animal sequel, Cats and Dogs, The Revenge of Kitty Galore. Wow. Yeah. Um, she voiced Brittany, one of the Chipettes. Chipettes. In Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Squeakwool, Alvin and the Chipmunks, <laughs> Chipwrecked, and Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Road Chip. <laughs> Far out. <laughs> That's terrible. She's in the NBC sitcom Up All Night with Maya Rudolph and Will Arnett. Good cast. Uh, there was another one she was in where she was, she got like, she was dead, but she came back to life. And she doesn't remember who she is. Who's, what's what's my name or who am I or who's Samantha who? Really? Is that a thing? She's in Anchorman 2, Let the Legend Continues. Yeah. Which, very good. It was a while ago. Um, like mid-2000s. She played a mum in Vacation. Nah. Which was the like the National Lampoon Vacation kind of reboot. Yeah. Um, oh, that's going to annoy me. Oh, Bad Mums with Mila Kunis, Kristen Bell and Catherine Hahn. Yeah, also not what Did I'm we accidentally about. watch some of that? Yeah, it was on one night on like Channel 9. And I Samantha think- Who is an American television sitcom that originally aired on a blah, Christine Applegate. 
Does Amazon own IMDb, do you reckon? Probably. A woman suffers from amnesia and is soon hit with bricks of truth from her past. There you go. Do you reckon Christine do you reckon Applegate? you could tell the top four for known four for Christine Applegate without looking? Um, well, Married with Children. Yep. Anchorman. Nope. Um, bad Mums. Mm. Chipwrecked. No. Don't Tell Mum the Babysitter's Dead. Oh, wow. Is one. Uh, bad Mums is two. Married with Children is three. And The Sweetest Thing from 2002 is four. I remember that vaguely. Anyway. The Sweetest Thing. A girl finds she is forced to educate herself on the etiquette of wooing the opposite sex when she finally meets Mr. Right. Cameron Diaz and a guy, Thomas Jane, who I don't even... Uh, Was he like early 2000s hot? Yeah. Yeah. I've never even heard of... Can we get back to Donnie Darko? Yeah, um, you know who I think the worst teacher slash school person is? Beth Grant, the principal. The principal. He's just... He He's fires nothing. Drew Barrymore very badly. Yeah, like, I'm sorry that you failed. Yeah. That is not the right way to fire someone. Obviously, in 1988, they didn't have the kind of <laughs> performance management that they had when I started teaching. But also, she wasn't there even a month. At that point, because the whole movie, 28 Days. Is in 28 Days. So They wanted to name it 28 Days. She starts on the second, yeah. Sandra Bullock took it. She started on the 2nd of October or the 3rd of October. Did she? That was, yeah. It was the first class we saw her in her first class. I think so. Okay. And she already hated that Joni girl from day one. Maybe it wasn't her. Maybe it was Noah Wiley's first day. Because it just looked like they were like introducing, anyway, maybe not. No, they were introducing Patrick Swayze to people. Oh, fuck. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, So she, I don't know. But she's also young. She hasn't been there long. No. Like you've got to support your graduate teachers. Yeah, well, apparently not. Not Not if Beth Grant has anything to do about it. Yeah. There's always. PTA meeting. Like always PTA meetings. I've never been to one, obviously. And American in, listeners, again, can correct me if I'm wrong. Does every PTA meeting have a woman stand up wanting to ban a book? Yeah. It's you know when you set agendas for movies, there's some items that carry over month it's to a month? trope, yeah. No, but even when you set agenda meetings, in general business, oh, I mean, yeah, you yeah. always have, like, marketing and oh, yeah, yeah. finances. Every, it's every PTA meeting book. is, which book do you want banned? Yeah. And probably I reckon there's a 50% success rate. Yeah. Or in this very successful, you banned the book. And the teacher. the teacher. Gone. Drew Barrymore got cancelled. Oh. Which wasn't a thing in the 80s. No. Um, It's, uh, yeah, she, the principal, no good. Because he doesn't even know what to do about the school flooding. No, he's terrible. He just like leaves it up to the maintenance man. Poor maintenance man. Um, he's got a lot of work. But to they do. do fix it very quickly because I feel like they're only out of school for like a day. Well, they just go down there and turn the water off. Well, that's what I would. That's generally what the first thing you do when there's water issues. Just is turn the water off. Ring the water board. Yeah. And Virginia get them water to authority. Get them to turn the big tap off. Yeah. And then you fix your tap. Like when a tap explodes at your house, you just go out to the meter in the front yard, turn it off, yeah, fix the tap, then turn yeah, the water turn back, back on, on the thing. That's yeah. all they would have had to do, which would have been could have been one day. Yeah. Um, shit, parents. Um, so Donnie's going through some issues. Yeah. And then the dad's out of town on business. Yeah. Dads do that a lot in America as well. The dad also forgets the name of the therapist. Yeah, not great. He doesn't. No. He doesn't seem what's to care. The, what's the name of your doctor again? You you hide us, mate. Um, she's come so a long then, way since being a uh, poor single yeah. teacher. Now she's a poor single therapist. Yeah. Um, she go to college at UCLA, I think, though, in the graduate. Um, <laughs> and then. The mum then leaves to go with Sparkle Motion. Because she has to. She's the only choice. So then they leave. If I had had another choice, I wouldn't ask you. Yeah, Beth Grant (laughs) made it very clear that the only choice 
was to ask the one person she didn't want to take mm. them. Yeah. Sometimes I doubt your commitment to Sparkle Merchant. <laughs> um, yeah, they leave him when he's going through all this shit. Well, they've left him with his pills and his big sister. Yeah, she like she gives a shit. She does care. <sighs> Except when a jet engine falls through his yeah, bedroom. She doesn't, seem, she doesn't seem to care about that. Any more questions? Oh, Maggie asks where Frank is, so Frank Cause, is real. Because I point. get it. But Danny's never met Frank before. Even though she's friends with How did he get Frank? Gretchen home after she died? Where'd the other car go? This then was all like, oh, it's He carried all her. Bullshit, we saw that. Mate. We saw him carry her home. So I wrote one thing that kind of sums up the movie. I, when I wrote it, when I watched it, then I, you know, think it through after it's done. Yep. So Frank's real, but time travels after he's been shot by Donnie to come back to tell Donnie to do things that lead up to Donnie shooting Frank. Yes, but then at the end, he tells Donnie to do things that make sure Frank doesn't get shot. Yes. Time is circular. In this movie, yes. In real life. In tubes. Didn't you listen to Noah Wiley? And you... I think the spirit of Frank time travelled from when he was shot and Donnie didn't die to go back to tell Donnie to kill himself. Yeah, so then Donnie says, Frank says, go back so I don't die. You die, I don't die, Gretchen doesn't die. Well, I your, think your family is now traumatised. I don't know if Maggie Gyllenhaal goes to Harvard. She's probably too traumatised to do the whole thing. Or maybe she just wants to leave. I think that... Sparkle motion didn't happen. No. No, because he didn't burn down Patrick Swayze's house. So, so Beth, Beth Grant, Grant could have gone. Yeah. So does that mean that Beth Grant died in a plane crash? No, because the plane didn't crash. The jet engine was from that plane, though. Yeah, but the mum survived yeah but then she wasn't on the in the new alternate reality where donnie dies yeah the jet engine comes from that same flight yes but and so the we decided that that means the plane definitely crashes and everyone dies where else does it come from or does it go into a portal no no we know that the jet engine fell off that plane the cup that's coming back from sparkle motion and the reason they didn't know where it came from before because that flight hadn't happened yet. It came from the future. Yes. Yeah? Yep. Right? But And so that plane crashed, we're saying. Well, where else does the jet engine come no, from? No, no. The jet engine comes from that. Yeah. So does the plane... the plane crash? Yeah. It could. How can it? How does it not land? It hasn't landed with three. only one jet engine. They have three. Two on each side. So there's three left. But at that point, they still hadn't gone... To Sparkle, Sparkle Motion still hadn't gone to think because then Samantha was there. That's still a flight from the future that the jet engine comes from, but yeah. just and Samantha's mum's not plane. on it. Oh, Samantha might not be on it because Donnie died. Well, but then the jet engine is from a plane in the future. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But then it crashes. Okay, so this is what happens, right? 28 days later. Yeah. So the, at the start of the real movie, timeline one, Donnie doesn't die. Donnie doesn't die. The jet engine crashes through the house. They don't know where it's from. Yeah. He has visions of Frank. And Frank's purpose is to tell Donnie about the effect that he has on people. Yes. Right? And he does that in a couple of ways by saying you can... But also he does... He tries to expose, Frank tries to expose the bad things. The school shit, we've discussed it. Beth Grant, Drew Barrymore, the principal, terrible. It's a bad yep. school, flood it. Yep, okay. The bulldog represents the school, chop its head. Okay, right? Yeah. Patrick Swayze's a bad guy, mm-hmm. Kitty Porn Dungeon, yep. Bernie's house down. Bernie's house down to right? discover that. So you have the power, Donnie Darko, who might be a superhero, yeah. to affect change for the better. But also, if you go on living your life how you live it, Gretchen and Frank are going to die. 
So then... And then also his mum and his sister in a plane crash? I'm not there yet. Okay. Then Donnie has to make the decision whether or not to live or die. And he knows if he goes back and kills himself... That kills himself, allows himself to die. Allows himself to die. But it's a conscious choice, so it's essentially suicide. He will prevent Gretchen and Frank dying, Mm. but knows that kitty porn will keep going. Yes. And the school will still be shit. The jet engine falls through the Einstein-Rosen bridge off a flight that is coming back from LA and kills Donnie. Yes. I think if that happens, Samantha quits Sparkle Motion. The whole town is in mourning. I don't think the talent quest even goes ahead. Which means none of Sparkle mm. Motion, including Beth Grant, okay, go to LA. Right. Which means they don't die. But so that gen engine that actually kills Donnie Darko. Yes. Is still from that same flight that in the original timeline Sparkle Motion was on. Yes. So in the real now timeline of Donnie dying. Yep. The gen engine is still from a flight in the future. Yes. Okay. But it doesn't have sparkle motion on it. But in the original timeline that we see the entirety of in the movie. Yes. At the end, the, the plane, plane crashing could have crashed. Yeah. Okay. And the mum and S. Darko could yeah. have died. Died. And their jet engine comes off that plane um, into the past. Yes. Yeah. That happens every time. Yes. Yeah. That's the event. The fork in the road. That's the event. Timeline A, timeline B, blue pill, red pill. Donnie decides which path from that point is going to affect people in Mm. certain ways. Okay. You can view it as that very deep thing and you can analyse and analyse and analyse. Or you can view it as a very good movie that has some very strong themes. Well, I think the thing that makes it a good movie is the fact of one of, well, Exhibit A, that conversation we just had. It's not a movie that... I don't think we we discovered anything in that conversation. But it's not a movie that you just leave and go, oh... That was great. I really enjoyed and understood everything about that. Yes, yeah. It's more like you go and then on the drive home from the cinema, you go, so the jet engine was from the past in the future, but in the timeline A, in timeline B, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And I think the problem that TAA have is that that serial number matches a plane that hasn't happened That wasn't yet. flying over Middlesex. At that time. It would match a plane. It would match a plane. But that plane wasn't flying over Middlesex at that time. Yes. Yeah. And so Um, they're confused. It wasn't a plane that was built in that 28 days. No. Well, maybe it was. Maybe that's why jet engine fell off. Uh, It's a very good piece of cinema as art. Yes. Cinema is art. And I find it interesting that no, like, English classes are looking at it. Like, this is one that students could study because it has the big themes. Fear is a big theme. Loneliness is a big theme. Mental illness is a big theme that can be discussed and discussed how Richard Kelly presents them um, and discuss of the impact of a person on other people and how a decision can change a timeline. Butterfly effect. Yeah. It's a much better movie... To watch than the butterfly effect. Okay. Okay. Mm. Mm. Although it's not terrible. I don't think the butterfly effect is terrible. It's not good. It's I've nev- not seen it. Um, it insists upon itself. Um, it does actually. At the rap, I kind of understand why at the rap party, Seth Rogen and Jake Gyllenhaal agreed that they had no idea what the movie was about. Well, yeah, and I was thinking that during the movie, I'm like, did Jake and Maggie know what's going on? Or are they just doing their job? Yeah, right. Or do all the kids know what's going on. Yeah. They would have read the script, you would hope. Yes. Um, and gone, oh, yeah, I can act that. Obviously, I think they, well, they hired Jake first. Yes. And then they were like, oh, we need someone to play sister. It's like, I have a sister. She acts, in quotation marks. She like, acts. At this stage. She's better than bloody the other sister. They're my favourite brother-sister like combo. She's nine. 
Your favourite brother and sister combo is Maggie Jill and Holes. Yeah. Name others. Well, is that because you hate the Cusacks so much? I hate Joan and I can take or leave John. Right. Okay. Um, Peter and Jane Fonda. I haven't seen enough of them to comment. Um, Eric and Julia Roberts. Oh, yeah. Julia's good. Eric's good. Eric's Eric. And, but Eric, yeah, Eric is Eric. But he's in a thousand films. Yeah, he does little bits of being Eric Roberts all the time, even a Mariah Carey film clip. I think... Um, There's more. There's got to be more. I think Donnie Darko is Maggie's first big role. Beanie Feldstein and Jonah Hill. Are they, they're brother and sister. She was in seven movies before she was in Donnie Darko. Who? Uh, Maggie. Maggie. Four uh-huh. of them were TV movies. Oh. Okay. All right. Um, and Jake was in City Slickers. Yes. Who else did we say? Eric Roberts. He's been in a thousand films. What do you think of when you think Eric Roberts? The We Belong Together film clip of Mariah Carey. <laughs> he's he's been, just been in so many films, and like he's t- the total opposite, I think, career-wise to um, Julia. Julia. Because Julia's done big movies. Julia Roberts is Julia Roberts. Yeah. And Eric Roberts is in um, 642 acting credits. Jesus. He's got to his name. He's been in a movie with Maggie Gyllenhaal. Ooh. Can you name it? Um, Batman, which one was she in? Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Was he in that? Yeah, he plays one of the gangsters. Oh, you know who else has been in a movie with Jake Gyllenhaal? Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal and Maggie Gyllenhaal. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Mm. Do you know who? Um, do you know what TV series Mary McDonnell, who plays Mrs. Darko, she would pop up on every now and then. Um, something with Eric Roberts in it. No, ER. Oh, do you know who she played in ER? Noah Wiley's mum. Noah Wiley's mum. Oh, that's weird. So And she was in Dances with Wolves. Yes. With an actor named Graham Green. Graham Green. Graham Green. Who is the author of the book that they're trying to get banned. Ah. Different person. Same name. Eric Roberts has been here's a question for you and listeners. Eric Ro- Julia Eric Roberts yep. has been in how many times more films than Julia? Four. So I told you Eric Roberts was 670-something. Oh, okay, maybe not four. Okay. How many more, to- like Julia Roberts times what equals Eric Roberts acting what is credits? X? What is X? All right, X algebra. The- algebra amongst trivia. But you need to know what Y is to work out X. You know, equals 800, what did you say? 600 and whatever. Yeah, Eric Roberts, movie credits. Okay. This is great, Donnie Darko conversation. uh, Is 642. Right. Julia Roberts, 69. Has Julia Roberts only been in 69 (laughs) movies? I still feel like that's a lot. Including three that are on the way. Like, that's TV too. Um but like three that are on the way. Leave the World Behind, Little B and Ticket to Paradise coming out in 2022. Um, Ticket to Paradise is the um, sequel to Eat, Pray, Love. Oh, really? Nope, just made that up. Okay. She travels to paradise and it sounds like what she was doing in Eat, Pray, Love. I don't know. Except I without the eating, the praying and the sex. So Eric Roberts has been in almost 10 times as many things as an actor. That's ridiculous. As... Julia Roberts has been in and, totally different careers. And I reckon Eric Roberts has made less money. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Oh, remember the early 2000s when Julia Roberts was the biggest thing in the world? Yeah. Oh, Aaron Brockovich. That's a good movie. It is. Maybe we should watch that one time. Um, interestingly, back yes. to Donnie Darko, Vince Vaughn turned down the part of Donnie. Good. Um, and we're all happy about that. Yep. Um, Mark Wahlberg was interested in the part. Okay. 
uh, but apparently was only willing to play the part with a lisp. With a lisp. Well, that wouldn't have worked because Drew Barrymore took the lisp in the movie. There's only one lisp per movie. But I don't understand. Yeah, so they were like, we can hire you. That's great. And he's probably gone, right, so Donnie has a lisp. And they go, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. But also... Because that whole scene, no offence, the whole scene with the Smurfs, that would have been just a completely different scene. But also Mark Wahlberg had just been Dirk Diggler. Yeah. Like, could you have been Dirk Diggler, super porn star, and then like two years later being Donnie Darko, younger, 17-year-old murdering kid? You could have been, obviously. Then he most definitely would have been the cutest in the class, that's for sure. Yeah. And the biggest. (laughs) (laughs) Movie star. Oh, yeah, movie star. Um, Yeah, mean movie star. Um. So it was must, having a list must have been his way to get into character. <laughs> Method acting. He thinks high school kids have lists. What's his problem? His mental is going to see a therapist. <gasps> Did I just lisp? Oh my god! <laughs> I have to it. lisp. That's it. Was anyone else interested in Noah Wiley's character, or that isn't in the list worth mentioning? <laughs> um, George Clooney and um, Juliana Margulies. Juliana Margulies. <laughs> Juliana Margulies is going to be the therapist. And, um, I, yeah. Who's that one with the walking stick? Oh, Carrie Weaver. She's a bitch. Sorry. Yeah, Car- her character's a bitch. Yeah, character's a bitch. I can't remember her, act- her um Anyway, her actor name. I can't remember her actor name. That's Donnie Darko. Laura Innes. There you go. We haven't solved the problems of Donnie Darko. I don't think it's like, well, he's personal problem well he's dead he solved his own personal Um, problems he solved his problems and gretchen and frank's main problem of dying but it's really weird the end the mum stares at gretchen yeah they look at each other and then there's this like kind of weird wave and then the kid kid thinks the mum's waving to him like (laughs) what am i getting in on this wave too or he doesn't do the whole like wave and then look behind no no but yep yep that's me but no she's waving at gretchen um I don't get that. Is it like a, you look familiar to me, I know you from somewhere look? I think it's meant to be because time oh, is right. circular. But they haven't met They haven't met each other. Maybe that's deja vu. Like, I've met you. Did they even meet in the movie? I don't I know. I don't remember the meeting. Maybe they know or they can feel each other's presence because they're both people whose lives have been affected by Donnie Darko. Like yeah. how when he dies... Everybody wakes up while listening to the same song. They do have a dream, yeah. All around you are familiar. Speaking of the song. Yeah, man, man, well. The, the composition is very good because all the way through the piano sounds a bit like the song. Yes. Which would have meant if you, had, if you didn't know the song was from this movie. Um, you, I was thinking, are they going to play the song yet? Nope. Yeah. You're going to play this song now? So when yeah. we're watching it now, knowing the song, yeah. we think every time that happens, it's going to go in the song. But what would have been originally is that it would have gone along and then when the song plays at the end, you would have been familiar with the sound and kind of gone into it. Yeah. And then you would have been like, oh, this whole thing is leading up to this song. And it's interesting that people that wake up or whatever, it's like his mum, not his, isn't his mum? Noah yep. Wiley. Well, no, his mum wakes up because the, Jet engine falls in the well, house. Yeah, that's true. Um, Frank. Noah Wiley, but Drew Barrymore stays asleep. Yeah, because he gives a shit. Frank wakes up. Beth Grant wakes up. Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze wakes up. And kind of unnecessary chubby Asian girl. She's obsessed with him, though. But I don't. I feel like that the universe is like making these people know your life has some, changed now. Your life has changed now. It's like when you get a shiver when somebody walks over your grave. Yeah. The boy that you were in love with is dead. Is dead. Um, she was... Unnecessary. Yeah. She didn't impact the plot. But I think, that's a, I think it's okay to have characters that don't impact the plot but add something to the movie. I don't because know if I she think, added that much to the movie. But it though. shows a bit more of a depth of... Donnie's character that she's obsessed with him. He's not just this weird loner smart kid. There's more to him than just being right. an outsider kid. Is it that scene where he goes up to her and it's just like everything will be better soon? 
She was already obsessed with him. She had the diary with his will name be, on it. It'll be better soon because I won't be here for you to be obsessed with, so get on with your life. Your life. I'm reading into that too much. No, I think he's just saying it'll be okay. Okay. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. And she it, was useless to me. And it will be okay, listeners. It will. It gets better. You won't have to time travel to fix anything in your life. If you do watch Dunny Darko, well, you've probably already watched it. You hopefully. should have. <laughs> um, but don't watch it like just before you're going to go to bed. Because then you'll sit at a, like I watched it and then it was like 9.30 and I was like, I'll go to bed now. And I was like, but what is this and this, this? And then you I had, need processing like I had little time. questions and I'm like, make a note, make a note, make a note, make a note. You need processing time after yeah. you've watched it, definitely. Which is a sign of a good movie. Yes. And I've watched it probably 10 years after I watched it the first time. Um, and so didn't remember a lot. And it's very good. It's very well made. It raises a lot of questions. I think it's like a movie. It's like you when you watch it the first time, it's good. But it's not like a movie you can watch a lot. But then you can watch it a few times because each time you watch it, you'd pick up something different that you missed the other times. Yes, but I do feel like there'd, be, there'd come a turning point where the questions can't be asked anymore. Because if you're watching it to try and answer the questions, they're not going to be answered. And so then after a number of watches, Mm. you're just going to get frustrated that the questions aren't getting answered. And the the movie isn't going to answer your questions. You are going to answer your own questions because whatever you take from the movie, that's what you got. We might have answered some questions for you today, but probably not because we don't know more than you. I am not Noah Wiley, Professor Dr. John Carter. But... I just have watched it as a well-made piece of art. Yes. That is good to watch and I enjoyed watching. Yeah. Okay? Yes. I am going to give it four (gasps) beers that Frank doesn't come back to the party with out of five. (laughs) I'll give it a three and a half. Hmm. Three and a half. Three and a half. Sparkle motions. Um, sparkle. Three and a half stars from the judges of Star Search. <laughs> Is Thank that what you. they get? I yeah, think that's what they get. Yeah, that's what stars. That's what Girls Time got when they. Des- that's Destiny's Child. Okay. Girls Time became Destiny's Child, and they did Star Search, and they got three and a half stars from the judges. Nineteen eighty-eight. Would they have been long after Sparkle Motion? It might have been oh, a little bit because I think Beyonce was like nine. So that makes it 1990, 1991. Okay. So they might have been inspired by Sparkle Motion. If Sparkle Motion Maybe. made it. If Donnie didn't die. <gasps> what if, if in the other timeline, if Donnie dies and then Sparkle Motion doesn't go, does that mean there's no Destiny's Child? Oh, my God. Oh, dear. There's no Beyonce. Or if they do... Just kill yourself, Donnie, or whatever. <laughs> whatever timeline allows for there to be a Beyonce. Or if they do go, S. Darko, the sum of the S. Darko sequel is S. Darko coaching Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> what if S. Darko was indistinct? Oh, she's white. Yeah, no. Thank you for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. I hope you're as equally... Uh, not progressed in your knowledge of Stunny Darko as we are. I hope we maybe made it more understandable some bits of the movie. Maybe we just confused you even more. Or at least entertained you. (laughs) Cheers. Thanks, brother. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Odd Sox Entertainment. For more of Odd Sox Entertainment's work, including the show notes for this episode, follow the link in this episode description. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening. Happy watching and drink responsibly. Cheese. <laughs>